Welcome back to another episode of the Bellied Up Podcast. I'm here with Charlie. Charlie, how you feeling today? Hi, guys. How are you? Good to hear. I'm doing good, Miles. Thanks for asking. Where are we at today? We are over at Scotty's Bar and Pizza. It's a historic bar right over here by the airport in Milwaukee. Uh, it's a beautiful establishment. Uh, we're lucky to, to be here today. This is, um, what time is it? So it's 1130-ish. And this bar is popping. Popping. The patrons are fully ready to go. They are. And I uh, love that about this place. So some far. are eating. Some are just having their breakfast beers, you know, and it is a Thursday. Yeah, is it Thursday? It is. Thirsty Thursday. Um, I'm excited to have some pizza later. Yeah. And the pizza is really, really good. And I, also, Miles, I do want to point out. You guys got to get over here and just take a note of some of the decor. It's fantastic. I mean, I'm seeing um, some cool lunch boxes. Uh, there's one of the best ham signs I've ever I've ever seen. Yeah, it's a great spot. Yeah. Well, Charlie. Yeah, Miles. Before you know it, winter's going to be here. I hate well, to say that. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. You got a winner right next to you, dude. No, winter. Oh, winter. Yeah. <laughs> the T. Yeah. Winter is coming. Um. Yeah. Is that still relevant to say? I think so. Winter is coming. I miss uh, Game of Thrones. I do, too. But that's for another podcast, Charlie. Okay. Sorry. Um. What in your mind do you have to get done before snow hits the ground and it's full winter well i gotta fix the clutch on my snowmobile yeah i had all summer to do it i didn't even do it a bit and then would you know it miles the starter on my motorcycle went out so now i gotta fix that so it's you were good time charlie with a harley and now you're just good time charlie with a harley that doesn't work exactly it's like every that shouldn't be too hard, though. I wouldn't think so, but I've never done it before. And I never uh, fixed a, cl- uh, a, a clutch before on a snowmobile. How how long are you going to struggle doing that before you call your dad? Uh, I already called my dad. He said, throw that piece of shit out. <laughs> <laughs> so he won't even help you. No, okay. no. I called him for the carburetor and he was kind of excited about that. He's like, yeah, that could be fun. You know, I, I'll give you. And he came over and he helped me a little bit. And then he was like, all right, you're on your own from here. And I, I did it with the help of, you know, a few friends and a few beers. We got it going. And then as soon as I got it going, would you know it, that clutch went out. I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but still out. But yeah, that's what I got to do. Miles, you know what I like about your dad is that he seems like a straight shooter. He is a straight shooter. There's no fluff with your dad. He's going to tell you how it is. Yeah. I even think he's told me how it is. And I just met him, you know, for a short time. So I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Your dad's a true Wisconsin dad in that fashion. I think our dads would get along. Yeah. In a lot of that respect, you know, hanging out with your dad, having some beers with him around that fire that one time up by the cabin. That's where he's in his element. He's in his element. Yeah. He was giving it to you a little bit. Oh, yeah. He he gave it to me a tad, just a scotch. Yeah. He he didn't know me that good yet. My family gives me, I have to then project onto you when we do this podcast. I've noticed, I've noticed you're a big projector. Yeah. So we just lay it on thick. Drink but until further notice. Is that a new hat, this Miles? This is a hat of ours. What do you think of it? Well, I think it's really good. 
That's uh, what we're doing today. I'm gonna be drinking till further notice <laughs> here at Scotty's. Where do where do you get that? Is that on OUBetcha.com? That is. Head there, check it out. We got the ditch chickens hats there as ditch well. Ditch chickens, which I'm wearing. Hang on. Yep. Look at that. Look at that. See, it's on backwards today, so I gotta turn around for all you to see it. Cool guy. Oh, cool they guy got a backwards. deal going um over here. Did you know Historic Scotty's has not one, not two, not three happy hours Tuesday through Thursday? Early bird happy hour, 7 to 9. Cocktail, 3 to 5. And then the night owl, uh, that's covered up by a hug me heart, which has probably been up since Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day, which I like um, about this spot. The the one thing I got in my mind before winter here, Charlie, is oh, I yeah. got to gotta prepare for the voles. Oh, I you know, I really like voles. Oh, you did. <laughs> I like voles because they're owl food. Well, Whatever you yeah. do, don't poison the voles. They'll then poison the owls. Well, not if they're, yeah. Well, that's How maybe, are you going to get the that voles? Ship, that ship maybe has sailed. Oh, no. Um, but Are they going to die so, underground, I hope? How does it work? Well, they go into the bait trap, and then they go somewhere else, the field next to my yard. And okay. Pass. Now, let me ask you this, Miles. Why can't you live in harmony with the voles? Did you see what they did to my lawn? They just make little tunnels. But imagine if I went over to your house and did just tore up your lawn. I don't you care. Would, you wouldn't be friends with I me. I don't give a shit. No, you wouldn't be friends with no, me. No, I, I, I legit do not care about so my lawn at all. I think uh, I got to cut the grass real short this year. Uh-huh. I got to... Uh, lay out some invisible fence or whatever it's called where something you sprinkle on your lawn to keep them off over the winter and yeah. uh, got the bait traps out so okay. I'm ready to go can I give you an alternative method for perhaps next year yeah go ahead buy some owls it's probably illegal yeah I mean I don't I, I bet I can't yeah, but it would be nice to have a little Harry Potter action that I can send you owls with messages on there. Just, yeah, yeah. But imagine if you just had the house that was like pff, surrounded by owls. How cool would that be, dude? The owl house. That would be cool. It'd be a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> you gonna put that in your next special? I might. Yeah, that one might go in I there. I think that that maybe is uh, material you can use, Charlie. Yeah, that's what this podcast is all about—getting you more material. Can I just double down on this owl thing real quick? Or on yeah, not the ahead. owl thing, the vole thing. Voles—they just make these little indents, right, in your lawn. Do they completely destroy it? Or yeah, like they like eat your grass and they. Like, literally, my whole entire front lawn was just, like, dirt. Really? Yeah. You, I put a, I posted online. You probably didn't see Let it. Let me see. Yeah. Well, I, I'll show you here. We'll take some calls. You're going to show me offline? You're sending this to offline? Well, I don't, I, I don't know how fast I'm able to find it, Charlie. All right. That's fine. You can show me offline. I'll, sh I'll show you, and then we can. Sorry. Sorry it. I didn't keep up with you on that one. You no, know, I see a fine. lot of your stuff, you know. It's fine. Honestly, Charlie. I've been trying to spend less time on Instagram personally, you know. So if you don't text it to me, you know. Okay, every single post we post, I'll text just you the, the interesting ones. Just the interesting ones. All right, let's take some callers. I'll find this video for you, Charlie. All right, we'll, we'll take there. some callers. All right. Welcome to the Bellied Up Podcast. Who are we talking to today? Oh, you're talking to Jude Pittman. Jude Pittman. Yeah. Hey, Jude. Uh, from uh, Lynn, Missouri. 
Lynn, Missouri. What are you doing there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wait, we're talking to Jude from Lynn? Yeah, Jude from Lynn. I love that. That's a that's a country song right there. <laughs> Jude from Lynn. I'll have to write it up. Yeah, write that up, Jude. So um, um what's on your mind, Jude? Well, I'm down here in Lynn for college. I just started attending this college and uh been living in an apartment for a while now and I need to figure out a way to sneak a pet in here. Okay. They don't allow pets. What kind of pet are we talking about? Well, of course, a dog. Uh, you know, a dog's a man's best friend. It is indeed. What kind of a dog, Jude? Oh, we'll have to say mini Australian Shepherd, probably. <laughs> oh, you haven't gotten a dog yet. No, no, I do. I don't have a dog yet. Nope. So, first question is, uh. I know that there's a lot of apartments now that do allow dogs. Have you looked into a different apartment or is the kind of area you're in, they don't really allow them anywhere? They, they just don't allow them anywhere because it's like a, it's like a college town. So all the apartments are like every year they have to refresh people. Mm. So I, I don't know. I just don't allow animals. Okay. Well, Charlie, do you have any advice on how he can sneak in one in? Yeah, it's going to be really tough, Jude. I'm going to be honest with you. You're going to have to sneak that sucker in every single day. And uh, one of those dogs needs to roam. So, you know, huh? what do yeah. we do here? You're going to need some sort of suitcase apparatus. Yeah, some kind some of disguise. Yep. Yep. And you're going to have to maybe train it to do its business in a litter box. Well... <laughs> Yeah, hang yeah if the litter box doesn't work i kind of miles like your disguise thing better so a suitcase is good because it's already got the leash attached you know like the little roller bins mm -hmm. so here's what you do jude yeah, yeah. you start looking online or perhaps you make these yourself but uh little doggy shoes that look like roller wheels on a suitcase four of them uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh-huh and then yeah. and then as the dogs walk and it's just going to look like you're going on a, a little flight every single day. And then you just walk that suitcase <laughs> around the block and uh, you get a block away. And then, uh, you know, you can take the disguise off and, you know, little Baxter can run right. free. Let it out, let it do its business and all that. Yeah, I think you're just about right about that. So another question for you. How many Karens do you think are living in your apartment building? Who's going to rat you out? Yeah, is it, do you think you got an apartment oh. full of Karens or you think everyone would be kind of cool well, with it? Here's the thing. Well, you know, it's a college town with a bunch of students. So, I mean... There's a there's a lot of drinking happening. So if there was any Karens, I think we would have figured them out by now. Okay, so that's good news. Do you know where the security cameras yeah. are, Jude? Oh, uh, I know there's some, but I mean, if there's a disguise, I mean, how much do I have to worry about them? That's true. That's true. Well, yeah. put, I, a, put a fake mustache on this dog, no one will know. Yeah, I think I. Th yeah. <laughs> Maybe a pair of glasses, <laughs> pair of glasses, ball cap. Yeah, I think that was pretty quick yeah. and dirty. I think we solved Jude's problem. What do you think, Miles? I think that Let's sounds good. Nice. You got anything to buy, sell, yeah. or trade while we got you on the horn here, Jude? 
buy seller trip. Well, I I tell you what, if you if you had an extra one, I'd buy an Har- I'd buy that Harley off you. Oh, would you? Would you be willing to yeah. replace the starter? Yeah, the starter's gone. I, I'm willing to do that. I am willing to do that. Do you know how to replace a starter? I have no idea, but I know YouTube does. Yeah, I know YouTube does too. I just haven't gone looking yet. Well, I really like the Harley <laughs> uh, at this point, Jude, but you know, at some point in the near future, it could just be a thing that's given me too much, and maybe I take you up on that. I think, yeah, you'll just have to hit me up about that. I'll, I'll take that off your hands whenever you're ready. What kind of Harley is it? It's a 98 Sportster, 12 hundo. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh, it's great. <laughs> that's a pretty good one. I've, I've been looking for a, a fat boy for a while, so. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. It is. I like the Sportster. Some people are like, oh, that's like not like, you know, a badass Harley. But I'm like, no, dude. It's a badass Harley. First of all, every Harley is a badass Harley. But, you know, they say it's more of like right. a starter bike or like just a cruising around type thing. I'm like, whatever, man. You, It's like when I think of a Harley, I'm thinking of like a Sportster type bike. I'm, I like the, you know, the bigger yeah, sure. ones, but um, I think the coolest looking ones are the Sportsters. Personally, everyone's got their own preference, but that's I mean, they're, they're, they're fun to, you know, they're fun to scoot around on. I mean, you know. And there's not a, I mean, you don't have as uh, you have a lot more clearance for it. So, yeah, you know, get around and they'll go a little faster too. I mean, it doesn't carry all that weight. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You can, pretty, pretty good one. you can get it going, dude. It's it sounds cool. You know, that's my roar. Is that motorcycle right there next to you? Is that what I hear? That's exactly it. Yeah. I brought it right in this bar. I, you know, I thought so. It sounded, it kind of sounded like that. Yeah, good to hear. We dude. actually went to a bar in Clitheroe, Minnesota, Charlie. Yeah, and uh, someone actually brought their Harley into the bar and did a burnout. And there's a hole in the carpet and a skid mark on the wood underneath it of where he did a burnout with his Harley, and they just now it's part of the bar. So Are you kidding me? I don't me? think that that would be too far off. Of that's what you a could good. Do, yeah, that's a uh, honestly, that's a really good way to uh, kill everyone in the bar. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, can you imagine how loud that was. Loud. Uh, also, all that carbon monoxide. You know. Yeah, I mean, that's just you just get burnout. a little extra buzz going. You that's know? true. It's not enough to lay you down. You know. Well, yeah. All right. I well, think that just sounds like a good old time. It is a good old time. Yeah. I'll have to, we'll have to do a bellied up over there. Yeah. Miles. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, Jude, we appreciate Where are you guys drinking at today? Oh. oh, my gosh. Thanks for asking. We're drinking over at Scotty's in Milwaukee, right by the airport. Scotty's in Milwaukee. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've been to that airport. I've never been to Scotty's. That's a good one. Well, next time you're you're in Milwaukee, you know, get on off, get on over to Scotty's, have some pizza. Do a little visit over. Okay. That there sounds like a plane, Stan. All right. Well, don't mean to be coy, Roy, but we're gonna set you free. Oh. No, that's fine. It's quite all right. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. All you right, too. Jude, you too. Take care now. All right, thank you. 
Well, Miles, I think we solved his problem quick and dirty there. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it isn't a big, long discussion, Charlie. No, sometimes it's, just, it's wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. That's right, or thank you, Jude. Yeah. Welcome to the Bellied Up Podcast. Who are we chit-chatting with today? Uh, this is Andrew from uh, Chicago, Illinois. Andrew from Chicago. Oh, no, Andrew. Are you a Bears fan? I'm a huge Bears fan. Oh, I feel very sorry for you. Yeah, we're off to a good start here, Charlie. Yeah, I know. Well, that's okay. I understand you got to, you know, are you born and raised Chicago, Andrew? Yep. Born and raised in Chicago. Hasn't been a super great start to the year, but... Yeah. We're making through it. It's just like every other year. <laughs> hey, Andrew, real quick question. Do you remember the uh, first game of the season uh, when the Packers came into town? Uh, I don't know. I kind of blacked that one out. I had a little too many uh, bush lattes after the second quarter just so I could forget it, you know? Okay. Classic. You should really go back and watch that game. It was uh, It was really entertaining. Anyway, what's on your mind, Andrew? <clears throat> So I have a twin brother, uh, and he and I always kind of share everything, but essentially he's been dating his girlfriend, now fiance, for probably six months less than I've been dating my girlfriend, uh, which put a little bit of a damper in my original plan to propose to my girlfriend. I'm super ready to do it. I have the ring, and I'm you know very in love with this girl, but... I, I'm hesitant now because I don't want to kind of step on the back of his wedding. And while he's going through all the planning and stuff, I'm not really sure how to kind of nicely go about it. If I should just wait or kind of the right way to go about that. Wow. I'm that, looking for some advice. That's very considerate. First of all, let's get some facts on uh, your twin. What's his name? What's his fiance's name? So his name's Alex. Uh, his fiance's name is Vanessa. Alex and Vanessa. Okay. When did they get married and when did they get engaged? Yeah. Uh, so they just got engaged. Um, I believe it was like two months ago. They went to on a cruise to Alaska. Uh, he did it there. You know, great timing to do it. They're a great couple together. It's just the timing didn't work out. Uh, my original plan was to propose in October on our uh, three-year anniversary, but it's a little bit close now. <laughs> Well, Miles, do you have thoughts? You, you, you sat up like you had a thought, and I don't well, want to step I mean, on it. To be honest, you guys are twins. Maybe you need to start considering a joint wedding. Yeah. I mean, financially, that's not a bad yeah, idea. Because you guys are going to have all the same people at the wedding, so you might as well just get a two-for-one deal at the venue. It's a BOGO. Buy one, get one, dude. It's awesome. I mean, you and got. I thought that was a great idea. It's it's the girls that kind of want their own special days, wow. which kind of doesn't mix well. Damn, dude. Yeah, you're right. Well, cause... you guys should be marrying twins, is what you should have. Then you could have. Then I probably would have been on board <laughs> with it. Yeah, that would have been easier. Should have thought about that. No, I mean, because like, you know, if you think about it. If I were related to you, Andrew, I'm going to be honest. If I got wedding invitations for both of you, I'm going to be like, I'm picking one or the other, you know, <laughs> like I, I'll bring two presents, but I'm not flying my ass in for both your weddings. You yeah. Know? So every all the guests would love a two for one wedding. 
And you know what? Everyone knows that weddings are not about the bride. They're about the guests. So, yeah. Is it, um, <laughs> is it, could you guys do back to back days? You know, I haven't looked into it. I'm not, I'm not quite sure what their thoughts are, but I do know the venue that he picked out is like, beyond expensive like i just started my career i'm not ready to put that big of a payment on a place which you know maybe is up to them and stuff but i don't don't know i think it might be a different kind of vibe with their wedding and kind of our wedding but if it's an expensive venue all the more reason to have a joint one Mm -hmm. yeah that's what i'm saying well you're um, what i'm sorry i forgot your fiance's name already what's her name so my name's Andrew and my girlfriend's name or hopefully oh. soon to be fiance is Crystal. Crystal, I forgot. You you have the girlfriend yet. Soon to be fiance. All right. Yeah. So um Crystal, what did Crystal say when they got engaged? She was really happy for him, but it was kinda yeah, no, I'd say she was just super happy for him. I know she was expecting me to kind of propose or is expecting me to propose relatively soon. Uh, and she's of the like mentality that I'm going to say yes whenever and however you do it. And now it's just kind of on me because I don't want to step on my twin's toes. And then there's also my older brother who just broke his engagement off like a month ago. Oh, so there's like him. a lot of wedding stuff going on. Yeah. And so I don't want to like get mixed in with it. I see. Well, you know what, uh, Andrew, I got to say, how old are you? I am 25, 25. Yeah. You're a young lad, but you know, as as someone told me once when I was 25, you're not that young anymore. I think it's a time you can break off from your womb mate. Well, and I have a good way that he can bring it up to his, uh, to his brother about seeing what their vibe is. If they're going to be offended, if he gets engaged right now too. So what you do is you go to your brother and go, Hey man, um, you know, thinking about getting engaged, I know that you aren't going to be mad, but just getting a gauge on whether or not your fiance is going to feel like you're stealing the limelight and put it on your your girlfriend and the fiance and go, girls, right? They're going to be all worried about it. What do you think they're going to feel? <laughs> then it's not so much that you are uh, being the pain it's more so my ah, my girlfriend wants to get engaged man what do you want me to do and then you get a gauge on there next thing you know maybe it's all good maybe you're overthinking it yeah i think that that's definitely a good strategy i i don't and i think it's exactly what you're saying i don't think my brother would be upset at all i think it would kind of i don't want the girls to feel like they don't get their individual special day so that would be kind of a hold up there. So did I think your, that might be might be a good strategy. Did your brother tell you he was going to get engaged? Yeah. And, you know, it was before I had the chance to kind of tell my family that I wanted to get engaged. And so it was kind of like I stayed silent after he told everybody because I'm super happy for him. It's just now I don't want to like you know, say, oh, well, I was thinking the same thing. And then it's, you know, back and forth and back and we both get engaged at the same time. Wow. So you had some hurt feelings. I'm getting the sense. 
I not hurt feelings about schedule conflict. There. <laughs> <laughs> He's, I get it. You're, you're more, you're less mad about him getting engaged. You're more worried that your girlfriend's now like, why didn't you do it already, buddy, Bucko? Yeah. Did she say anything? <laughs> like, did she say anything like that, or was she like quiet after? Did you get the vibe in some way that she's a little upset? Well. uh, so, but not, she's not upset. I think the, before any of this happened, he gave me the impression and kind of told me, I don't really want to get married close to somebody else's wedding just because, you know, I don't, I want our wedding to be about us and I want, you know, it to be our special day and doing that close to somebody, you know, maybe I would want to wait a year if somebody in my family regarding her family were to get married and then I would wait or I'd want to do it beforehand. And I'm like, oh, OK, no problem. And then my brother got engaged right when I was thinking of doing it. And I was like, oh, Christ, you know? Yeah. Wow. Well, that, so she wants a full year buffer, though. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, yeah. that's not really. Well, give her a year buffer. I don't know. And if that's the case, then I think you got your answer. Just propose at your brother's wedding. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Right before they... That is definitely a no-go on her. What? That always goes over yeah, good. that's like... <laughs> <laughs> no feelings ever get hurt when you try and steal the spotlight on someone's wedding. <laughs> well, okay. So she kind of has some uh, some interesting... You know, not demands, but requests on this. So uh, really, I mean... You know, you are in a position where you either have to have a very short engagement or a very long engagement. No, but you can't hop in front of their wedding. I mean, no. I, I think he's debating it. No, you definitely can't do that. You can't get engaged I'm, now. I'm not debating it. <laughs> and then pump out a wedding before theirs. That is bad taste. I would not do that. Well, that's not bad taste. Is it really? Is it really bad taste? You've been dating this gal longer. I mean, I think your brother, honestly, maybe a little bit bad taste jumping in front of you. Yeah. Or maybe you've been sitting on it a little too long. Well, also, Charlie, they're twins. Can't they, like, talk to each other through their brains? How didn't you guys see this coming? Yeah, don't you guys have ESPN? You know, not all the time. He moved in with his girlfriend, and the connection got a little bit too far. Uh, so, um, little but, fu- little fuzzy reception definitely... between the brains. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I guess another one of the reasons that I'm even calling in and asking, because, I mean, I guess the quick fix would just be I'm okay waiting, but the problem is she also has a very kind of traditional family, so we can't, you know, be out past 11 o'clock at some point, and she can't sleep over, we can't live together or move in together until we're, like, at minimum engaged, so I'm 25, and I'm, you know, saving up, living with the folks for now, uh, wanting to move out and I kind of want to move in with her, but can't do that unless we're engaged. We've been dating for longer than my brother and his fiance have been dating. So now I want to do it, but I'm, I wanted to know what that wiggle room was. And I, I definitely don't want to throw myself in front of their wedding because I agree with Miles that it's probably in bad taste to pump a wedding out in three or four months. <laughs> uh, but I think moving forward, uh, maybe I don't know if I can do the year buffer because then, you know, that's, that's a long time to sit with the folks still. 
Does she live with her uh, parents right now? Yeah. So oh. you both live with your parents. And how old is she? So she's 24. I'm 25. Oh, yeah, really? This is, I mean, honestly, this is a predicament. It is a predicament. At first, I thought it was no problem, but it's as I uncover (laughs) this a little more, it is oofta, as they would say here in the Midwest. Do you have the dough to get your own spot (laughs) right now, or are you still saving? I, I, you know, I'm always still saving, but I I think I have enough to put a good down payment out on a house, uh, kind of be good and settled that way i definitely have enough if i wanted to rent somewhere but i just don't think if you got the money for a down payment man, just don't rent you know yeah yeah okay. you're talking I, to the yeah i would agree that's what's up now have you ever lived by yourself uh yeah in college i lived on my own and it's pretty sweet i'm not gonna lie yeah i mean the the other thing too dude is you guys got the rest of your lives together you could just get that house spend six months living by yourself you know sort of yeah i mean the idea of living under you know your parents rules as 25 24 year olds you kind of want to find i think what you really want to do here is find out you know who you are before you start making all these decisions based on what other people in your life have done kind of take more of a proactive as opposed to a reactive approach here you know kind of get your own house and and sort of find your own way a little bit and then uh and then kind of the cards will fall where they may i mean she's not going to get married until a year after your brother by her own wishes so you got some time i would get your own house and just you know kind of see how you feel you know and if she's upset about it, there, there ain't nothing you can do based off her wants. So take a little time. Take a beat here, you know? Well, and I also just thought of something, Charlie. What's that? The the important part isn't when you get engaged, I don't think. It's how close the wedding is to their wedding. So I think it's okay to go a little sooner on getting engaged. I know you said October, but maybe you just wait till the winter or something, and then... They will have set a date by then. And then if you have a longer engagement because you don't want to be too close to their wedding, that might be a good way to do it. Plus, then your future fiance isn't like, well, he hasn't proposed to me yet. I think she'd rather have a long engagement than sitting around waiting for you to propose. That's probably true. She wants that ring pick. Yeah. Um, So what do you think of that? I thought, too. That's what I thought. It was, it was, we, we've had the discussion. And like I said, I already have the ring. I'm like ready to go. You're I ready. Had the place picked out and everything. And the problem is, so I thought, yeah, we could do a longer engagement, but she kind of wants to not have a super long engagement, like a year, <laughs> oh my God. So a year and a half engagement. And that's, that's like the push in it is a year and a half. Okay. No, that's I perfect. Think, you know, that's perfect. You yeah, get okay. you get engaged six months after your brother. Year and a half engagement puts you a year out from his wedding. You're good to go. Or no, six months. Six months is long enough. Yeah, dude, I think you. I think you and your fiance need to do you and stop worrying about everyone else. You can't worry about your brother. You can't worry about your family. You can't worry about her family. All that's going to dissipate when you get married anyway. It's just about the two of you and to hell with what what everyone else thinks. To a degree, respectfully. Plus, also, what what else are you guys going to do at family functions if there's no drama? 
You know? Yeah, you got to have what something to talk about. What else are you guys going to talk about if someone's not mad about something? Right. I mean, I think that this honestly is maybe a win-win now that I think about it. Yeah, do it at your own time. Yeah, I'll be the, uh, the conversation of the party. I'll be a wedding to the electric boogaloo over there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And honestly, it's a little makes family functions a little bit. It's like a reality show at that point. And I, I think you need to get your own reality show now. Yeah, and if we also look at the historical context of your family, you know, there is a shot that this uh, engagement is not going to work out from your bro. So, <laughs> oh my God. I mean, your older brother d- d- got rid of his engagement. So, I, you well, know, and he's got a perfect deflection. Someone brings up, well, you kind of got engaged close to us. Go, well, at least I'm still engaged. And yeah. You deflect to your brother, brother. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So I think bottom line, you got to do you. And, uh, you know, let the cards fall in place. I would propose exactly when you want to propose. It seems like you're ready. So I would do that. And what you going to say? No. You know, um, and honestly, people expect twins to do the same thing all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be a surprise. I will go to Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> find out what he was wearing <laughs> that day. And then you're good. How are you going to engage to uh, get engaged? How are you going to propose? So uh, three years ago, we had our first date in college at a pumpkin patch. And so I kind of wanted to bring her back to that pumpkin patch we went to originally, get down in front of the world's largest corn maze and, you know, ask you the question. Wow. You could go to an apple orchard after. <laughs> yeah. That that's really fun, man. That's a very Midwest way to get engaged. Oh, great yeah, idea. I bring my flannel. World's largest corn maze. You tell her you're going to go to the bathroom. Be right back. Go to the end of the corn yeah, maze. And dude. then she has to go find you. And when she finds you, you're down on one knee. Do you know how many people he'd be fake proposing to in that time? Like, ah, will you? Ma- oh. And then when she finally does come around the corner, he's on his phone. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, where the hell are you? <laughs> She's not great with directions. Like she just gets lost. Possibility. I feel there'd be the slight possibility that she wouldn't show up because she would just get lost and give up in the field. Yeah, so maybe not. Then you know it's not meant to be, man. Maybe find the world's largest pumpkin, get inside <laughs> the pumpkin, pop out. Yeah, that could be cool. A little stripper action. Now we're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> also, if you do do a if you do do a carbon copy of your brother's engagement. People aren't even going to talk shit that you did the same thing because they're going to just think that they're re-seeing photos of your brother's engagement. That's true. They'd be like, is this a repeat? Yeah, Didn't I write like Facebook, this? They're like, God, I saw this like months ago. Why is it showing to me again? And then you're good. Wait. Yeah, I got it's a different girl. You know, they won't even question it. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I'm, I'm curious about some. You said that your uh, girlfriend, she's got an 11 p.m. curfew. Yeah, so she's Hispanic and has very traditional Hispanic kind of upbringing. Ah. So it's very much, you know, you you got to be home at this time. You, yeah. you live under our house. You live under these rules. So I'm yeah. just trying to respect it best I can and go with it. Did you ask her folks um, for uh, her hand in marriage yet? 
No, I know they're expecting me to, though. Uh, I, I, you know, they they know I'm going to ask them before I do anything, obviously. But they they I've grown on them, whether it's you know good or like cancer. Um, but <laughs> they they appreciate me and everything like that. So well, that's great. I, yeah, I don't that's think a great a line. Problem. That's a great line. Yeah, Charlie, you're really growing on me. <laughs> Like cancer, like mis- metastasizing. <laughs> I mean, um, do you are do you know Spanish? Are you gonna ask them in Spanish? I uh, no. So um, I I know a very small amount of Spanish just from high school and college, and even right next to me in my car, I got this Let's Talk Spanish book that she bought me for six dollars. <laughs> but I'm I'm learning slowly. Yeah, uh, but a bunch of her family only speaks Spanish, so I'm kind of the the novelty person that shows up and just nods their head and acts like I know what's going on, but smile and family definitely gets it that I I'm that's, that's the motto. So dude, you should in English. I will ask you, you should learn how to ask in Spanish. I think that'd be cool. I think they'd appreciate that. Yeah. I, I think it'd be cool if it were her extended family. Cause she even speaks, she speaks fluent Spanish, but it's like broken Spanish. Yeah, yeah. And she, she calls it whitewash Spanish. It's not like perfect. So her right. primary language is English. Okay. Gotcha. Well then you got the bar set pretty low for uh, doing it. Anyway, that's my idea. You, you think on your idea, but <laughs> do I think you're sitting pretty. Um, if you're, let me ask you this last question. I, I just want clarification on this. If you ask your fiance to marry you in October, is she going to think that that's like too soon to ask her based off your whole brother situation? Uh, I think it would be in the back of her mind, but I think she would definitely be excited and still say yes. Yeah. 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 And I think- to gauge it too, you could make up a scenario like, Oh, my buddy at work just got engaged really close to his brother. What do you think of that? Do you think that that's too soon? <laughs> and then whatever she says, then you know your answer. That's fair. Did she, she didn't? She didn't. A ex- bit of a gauge there. She didn't explicitly say when, because uh, she knows she's getting engaged to. She didn't explicitly say, "Don't ask me to get married." In uh, she didn't give you a timeline or nothing, right? No, no, she. And and she's doing stuff for work right now too. She may even like be relocated or something. So uh, it's it's she's not expecting me to do it on a time frame. Uh, she's just you know she expects it to happen, and we'll say yes whenever it does. All right. Well, ta- I think you just take all the stuff we've said, sift through it, find whatever you think's going to work best, and uh, I think it. You know, I don't think it's going to be as bad as you think. Yeah, just roll with it. I got you. Well, you know, I appreciate y'all giving me that advice, and I, I think I might give you a call back if if I do it in six months. If I don't do it, I'll just let you know. You know, got cold feet. Sorry, guys. But, yeah, I'm just like my brother. Um, yeah, I appreciate it all. Yeah, no, we <laughs> tried our best on this one, and yeah, give us an update, okay? All right, I appreciate you. I want a picture in the corn maze. All right, it's coming to you. All right, sounds good. Real good good. luck. All right, thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye bye. All right, Charlie. Miles. It's fall. It is fall. And most people would be trying to get themselves some sort of pumpkin spice concoction. Ugh. Not these guys. No. We. What do you go for instead, Charlie? A little tippy cow. Ooh. Got the orange cream action. 
Looks like the trees taste like fall. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. I uh, we talked before on the that we should go into the woods together and look at the colors. Let's do that, dude. I think we should. I I was thinking about it last night. I was <laughs> laying in bed with my wife. Yeah. And I was thinking about you and me going to the woods together. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh the meme of uh He's probably thinking about other girls, and what I'm actually thinking about is drinking tippy cow with you in the woods. <laughs> you know, that's so. Um, you know, I don't want to say romantic, but kind of romantic. It's romantic. You can say it. Yeah, it's it's, ro- it's romantic. And honestly, there's nothing more romantic than getting together with your buddy, uh-huh. going to the woods, looking at the colors. There's nothing weird about it, folks. Drinking some tippy cow. Tip it on back. back with the tippy cow. Hello, welcome to the Bellied Up Podcast. Who are we talking to? Hey there, boys. This is Freddie. Freddie. What's up, Freddie? Where are you calling in from? How are we doing? I'm calling in from West Bend, Wisconsin. Oh, West Bend. It's beautiful this time of year, Miles. Really is. is. The colors. Oh. oh, my gosh. Where's that at, Charlie? West Bend? Oh, it's just uh, north ways, just west of the bend, just west of the bend. Yeah, okay. yeah, the bend. You can actually, <laughs> you, you, it splits off. You, you either go Fondy or you go West Bend. Okay. Yeah. So it's just west of the bend. Yes, sir. Just, just take the split at the Cabela's. Split at the Cabela's. You got it. What's on? What's on your mind, Freddie? Ooh, I got two big things for you guys today. All right, that's great. <laughs> First that's one is. <laughs> Get super excited. Hey, I have a Midwest fall season traffic question for you. Okay. Going to kind of present it to you guys in the way of like a middle school math question. Okay. If you don't mind. And I kind of want to get your guys' opinion because I did this about a week ago and the response I got from the car driving past me was not very Midwest. So I'll put it that way. Okay. Continue so, on. You guys ready? All right, perfect. So, Charlie is driving down a country road at dusk in the middle of nowhere, Midwest. Miles is driving towards him. Miles flashes his high beams at Charlie about three or four times. What is Miles trying to tell Charlie that there might be coming his way? A bear. Cop. A cop. (laughs) A deer. Perfect. Yeah, a cop. Yeah. Or exactly a herd of deer standing in a friggin' field. Oh. Is that what happened? Well, I flashed my bright to somebody who I'm thinking it's a New York license plate. And boy, did I get the brights flashed back at me with a honk and a middle finger. <laughs> really? What? Yeah, if someone flashed their lights <laughs> at me, I don't I I my head goes to being grateful because Something you're warning me about something. Yeah. First, I'm looking to see if my lights are on. Right. And then I'm like, well, there's either a <laughs> cop, there's some deer, something, right? Yeah. This dude doesn't know how cars talk to each other. That's that's the only way to communicate. Yeah. This this yeah, this. I thought fella, I was being Midwest night. You absolutely were. This and guy. What were you warning him about? Um, I was warning them about a bunch of deer in a field. They're like right on the side of the intersection coming up for them. Yeah. No, dude. I mean, absolutely. And you're not just warning him for his sake. You're warning him for your sake, because if he hits a deer with his car, there's less for you to shoot come the fall. So you're doing everybody a service here. This fella needs to understand where he is or just, you know, get the hell out. 
Absolutely. How am I supposed to fill my freezer with upcoming venison jerky if this guy's killing all my deer with his car? Exactly. 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 Now, on second thought, makes your fall a little easier. If he does hit one, you could circle back and just grab the roadkill and yeah, process it. It's true. Bad idea. <laughs> you could. You know for sure that that guy's not putting that deer in his uh, New York. Uh, car. What kind of car was it? You remember? It was like a four door. It was probably like an Audi or something like that. Ah, oh, yeah, classic. Yeah, um, you were in the right, dude. Classic New Yorker. You were a thousand percent in the right. And Charlie, I think this is a good time for a PSA about flashing your lights on uh, Midwest roads. Yeah. What 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 do you think the PSA should be? Uh, folks, if you see a uh, police officer or a herd of deer or, uh, you know, maybe a cow that's venturing a little uh, off the fence line, uh, give a little flash of your brights, just a little one, two, three. That should say that it's not a mistake. It is intentional and uh, and that you should be looking out for something. And if you get the, that, you know, call, do not assume that the other person is just trying to mess with you. Um, you know, it's a very intentional thing. So that's the PSA right there. There we go. Perfect. I love it. Yeah. What Easy else do you have? What else do so you got, have for us? So I got a little bit of Charlie's favorite thing right here. I got a little buy, sell, trade going on. Oh, yes. Okay, buy, sell, and Charlie. trade. All right. Tell me what's, tell me what you got going. That's right. All right. I got a family member that just came back from Mexico and brought, 10 giant like copper colored welded together full like full size spear smokers that we are trying to offload if people are interested in a giant smoker it's got the whole unit right it's got the it's got the genitalia on it it's got the tail where it sucks air in all right that, that, okay, sorry, sorry 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 it sorry. is shaped like what's it shaped like a bull, like a giant steer. Oh, a steer. I thought he said deer. I did, too. I was okay. like, you got that in Mexico? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you got a big copper steer, and it's a smoker? Yeah. Yes, sir. My yep. God. Yeah, the actually. smoke comes out of the horns and out of the nose. <laughs> Dude. Hey, we might, we might have a couple buyers That's right in here. That's yeah. in West Bend? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's in a giant woodshed out at my family's farm. <laughs> so you're going to take me and Charlie out to the woodshed? <laughs> I maybe, don't know if that sounds Miles, great. maybe <laughs> maybe we should go look at that thing. So, all right, I need a little backstory. One doesn't just go down to Mexico and acquire 10 bull smokers here. Wait, there there's 10 of them too. I know. I need to know what's going on. Yeah, are you guys are you guys in so some is sort of some, Is there yeah, is there <laughs> some sort of concoction inside the smoker that I'm really buying yeah. or what? <laughs> I've watched a few Netflix shows yeah. in my day what's really going nobody's on nobody's just trafficking copper steer smokers dude <laughs> tell us the story how well, the reason happened. i'm putting it off on you guys well i'm assuming that the fbi is listening to your guys podcast no, no 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 um no but no not at all we did we actually have, have a, a fed call in remember that we had the fed coast guard coast, no way, oh, really. coast guard he was a coast, coast, guard. coast guard yeah never mind uh keep going you have family yeah, so a uh, family you. member went down to Mexico. But <laughs> thank you, I appreciate that. Um, 
works in the metal fabrication business. And when they were down there, a metal fabricator just made them down in Mexico. and was like, do you want some of them? So we brought a bunch of them back up here. You, what you guys? Now we're selling them. And what, I can't. How'd you trailer them back? So they just put a trailer on the back of a big Ford and drove them on up. Stacked them all up and drove them up here. Okay, let's get <laughs> this. Sounds spe- like a total joke. Let's get the specs. So, so, well, hold on, Charlie. He saw these these steer smokers, and he said, "I gotta figure out how to make money on this. It's simply just too good." <laughs> <laughs> Is that what happened? You guys saw that? You saw a business opportunity? Are you and your family quite entrepreneurial, or what? Um, my dad's huge into metal fabrication and I think they kind of saw this and were like, people are into this crazy smoker craze right now. How about having something that looks absolutely ridiculous in your front lawn that has smoke coming out of their nose and horns and you can crack a bottle open on the nose because it's got a bottle opener for a nose. It's great. So my dad's like, hell yeah, let's do this. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Fast forward six months later and you're trying to sell them on our show. So how many have you sold already? Yeah. Sounds like zero. We're down. No, we're down to three. We started with 10. We're down to three. Oh, are you going to keep one? Um, No, probably not because we can always go grab another one. So I'm like, how would I put them out there for people in the area to come by? Well, Charlie, it sounds like you and I need to head to Mexico, figure out who's the supplier. (laughs) Oh, and undercut them. Yeah. Yeah. What are you charging for it? (laughs) Is this, is this, uh, is this real copper? That I I don't think so. If it was real copper, I think people would be buying it and giving it away. No kidding. Make money yeah, off it. Getting the con- so what's the actual yeah. metal then? I just want to know what I'm smoking inside of. That's a really good question. I wish I had a better idea for you. I think it's just quarter inch steel. Okay. And how long are these things? Is this a life-size uh, steer replica? It has got to be almost like half life size they are big man they are big things and i actually cut my leg today on one of them when i was moving the horns off of it <laughs> oh, they're pretty sharp okay <laughs> all you, right well how much yeah, are you asking for them um i think we're getting about 1400 for them oh jeez. will you take a um yeah will you not will you take a trade I'll I'll take a trade. I will. I'm interested in a trade. We can make a trade happen. Okay, 1981, uh, 1979, Yamaha snowmobile clutch needs work. Clutch, <laughs> just a little bit of work. A lot of work. Well, Charlie, you gotta sell it more. I'm just being honest. Okay. Also, what color is it? It's uh oh, it's sick, dude. It's white and it's got some um uh, an orange, blue, orange, white stripe going right across the top of it. Um, windshield is oh, cracked. You got a deal. Oh, do I have a deal? There you go. The orange and the blue sold me. I love those colors. <laughs> oh wait, why do you? Lo- Are you a Bears fan, dude? No, oh, absolutely not. Okay. No, sir. Okay, okay, okay. You just like yeah. those colors outside of this time of year in the fall. It actually, it, now that I yeah. say that, though, I, I don't, I, I actually think it might be red. Because I, 
I, I forget the colors now. <laughs> um, yeah, shoot. I'm really bad at this. I'm going to maybe advise you that you should do a little more research on Charlie Snowmobile before you say deal. I the, don't. The, sorry, Charlie, but. Uh, I've got a video out there called First Time Snowmobiler. Just Google that and that you can look at that snowmo- uh, snowmobile in uh, in action. Um, have you eaten any of the food that's been smoked out of these smokers? Yeah, we didn't know how well they work. I have, and I have not gotten sick from that. I think I did get sick around then, though, but it was probably from the sauerkraut that we canned the year before. <laughs> I, I would really like to know what this actual metal is. I just want to know what's going into the So deal. on future discussions, when you're trying to sell these, leave that part out, yeah, I think. Pre- leave out the getting sick part. Yeah. Um, <laughs> leave out the sauerkraut part? Yeah. So what? Okay, 1400 bucks. <laughs> Pretty penny, but yeah. supply and demand, Charlie. Where else are you going to get a steer smoker here in the States? Well, yeah, you're not. Unless you take that trip down to Mexico. Um, dang. Wow. Okay. And well, like Miles said, you might not even know what's in the value of it. Yeah. Yeah. True. It, could it be. might be a steal at $1,400, <laughs> Charlie. Oh. A, <laughs> a steer, steer might steal. be a steal. There you go. Okay. Well, yeah, what you should do. I'll post do, it. I'll, I'll take you guys in on Twitter or something. Yeah, yeah. we'll retweet it. Yeah. And, and then uh, anyone who's listening can go to Twitter. Then they can uh, message you about it if they're looking for one. How's that sound? Yeah, that's perfect. And if they don't like the color of it, we do um, some painting, too, so we can paint it up a different color. Okay. And badger colors for you there, Oh, uh, badger cars. A full stop shop here. I like that. Right now it's copper, straight copper, yeah? Yeah, yes, sir. And does it patina? Have you had it out in the weather at all? Uh, We have not put it out in the rain or anything like that. We put it outside to smoke on it, but it was nice out and pulled it back in. Okay. All right. Well, uh, you you put a lot on our minds to think about, and uh, yeah, we appreciate you, Freddie. <laughs> thank you, thank you for calling in on this, sir. You bet. And you guys have a great fall. Good luck hunting. All you right, too. you too. Keep flashing them brights. People, people will understand. That's right. Watch out for deer, Terry. Folks, just say hi. All right, real good. Real you good. too. I, I got to get my eyeballs on this thing. I know. I have a picture of what it is, but I imagine it's even better. I mean, I think it's probably pretty. I, I know it's cool looking. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can't not be based off that description. My question is, though, what is that actual uh, metal? You know, because <laughs> I'm not too worried about it. Well, I mean, that that might affect the taste, you know? Yeah. What? He's already sold seven of them. So. I mean, what am I talking about? I've cooked stuff out of an old garbage can. Yeah, don't you microwave most of your meals, Charlie? No, but my grandpa had this old rusted garbage can we put a grate on top of, made some burgers on that once. It yeah. works. Metal's metal. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Good PSA for all the folks out there, too, flashing the brights. Yeah. I wonder what was it that dude was thinking. You know, getting all that mad. What did he think he was doing? Just messing with them that early in the morning? I don't know. Ah, silly bastards. 
Well, Charlie, I think that's another good episode of the Bellied Up Podcast. Feeling uh, good? I am feeling good, sir. Rocking and rolling. We got a lot of, I think we helped some people actually on this. Uh, we might have a steer in our backyards. Um, you know, it's a, it's been a good day. It has been a good day. So, guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Bellied Up Podcast. As always, don't forget, Charlie, to tip your bartender.